wrestling. I really wanted yeah. at some point to be a wrestler. Welcome back to Outside the Grind. This week, we have Chamaco with us. Chamaco, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Of course. And I was, I, it's hot. It's humid. I, yeah. I am, you know, having a tough time here. But anyways, you know, it's, it's going to be better now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> it definitely is hot. Uh, are you, you said you're kind of on the East Coast? I am. I am in North Carolina right now. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Arkansas. It's, it's actually, it hasn't been too hot, but it's been really humid. So like, as soon as you step out, mm -hmm. like the glasses will fog up or, you know, you feel sticky and nasty. So, um, I definitely can relate and, and that humid or, or heat can be miserable and it's peak time, summertime. So I want to talk a little bit about Boston. So you traveled, you work a little bit there. Tell me a little bit about your Boston trip and, and what did you think about that land? I heard it was an awesome land. I heard it was, the crowd was incredible. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. I heard the same thing. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was hearing a bunch of things. No, I, I was there working. I I was brought as a translator, which is funny because uh, a person in chat says, hey, the translator needs a translator. And I, <laughs> uh, uh, but you understood what I said. So, okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, whatever. It's, it was funny. Yeah. Um, I was brought as a translator, but also since we only had one team, uh, Hispanic team, they had me doing some other stuff, which I appreciate because anytime yeah. I have an opportunity to get into get get involved in something else besides you know just casting or translating, I, I want to learn more uh, yeah more about the business. So they had me working with credentials, uh, working with badges, and most of the time it, it, that was my actual job rather than translating, rather than yeah. watching the game. So I couldn't watch the games as much as I wanted to, but the crowd was awesome the whole time. I, like I wasn't inside the arena yeah. and I was listening to the crowd go crazy every single time. That that was yeah. great. And the finals, I mean, I mean, how, how could, could you not get crazy with True. that, uh, games? So they, they were, they were awesome. It was incredible. I mean, you got so many storylines too, was in his debut, uh, split, you know, they had the, the three Pete with the regionals and then they went ahead and made the lower bracket run. Um, and yeah, man, I was at home. We do watch parties, and we could hear the crowd. It just sounded absolutely insane. And I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was nervous because no NA teams left. Historically, NA events are very NA heavy as far as like the cheering and everything. So, um, and I think we gotta, you know, we gotta give a big shout to Farah for uh, kind of coaxing the crowd into cheering through his his speech. So, um, it was a lot of fun to watch from home. I am glad that you were brought along. Shame that you couldn't watch more of it, but. Uh, I'm glad that you were at least able to get there and, and, like you said, get some more experience in that world as well. Remind me one thing. We didn't have any NA teams on Sunday, right? Um, I think that's right. Yeah, the final four think, were three E. Helped. Say it again? I think that, that helped a little bit. Yeah, because I actually agree. I, yeah, I agree because, um, you know, they can kind of, like, just cheer for whoever, right? Yes. So you, you, you start a day and you have to choose – someone to cheer for right? right because you already have the tickets you're gonna be there right, you got, yeah. uh, so you're not gonna miss all sunday for, for that so so being that i mean whoever whoever gets your attention on that day then yeah. you cheer for that team yeah. and that's exactly what ferrara did but if if you had a gng you know or if you had complexity maybe moving forward a little bit longer maybe the crowd wouldn't have been accepting of yes uh, of vitality uh, on sunday i mean i'm just guessing yeah it's any, anything could have happened, but it was very good. And the timing worked better than Worlds because people were saying uh, they left early, whatever. You know, no one was expecting Worlds to 
dragged so for so long. Yeah, yeah. So on this one, I think they they already had better expectations, mm -hmm. and they could you know stay until the end and enjoy the whole thing. So yeah, yeah it was better. Yeah, seemed like it was an awesome time. Everybody that um you know has popped into my stream or talked on Twitter about it, they all are um you know reflecting in a very positive way about the Boston land. So I'm so excited for everyone that went. It seemed like it was an awesome time. With that being said, let's jump out of that. Um, we're going to stay in the gaming world, though. Has gaming always been a big part of your life? Is that something that you've done from early age, or did you get into that as you got a little bit older? No, no, early, early. Yeah. Um, I'm 37 right now. I think um, since I was five, maybe oh, earlier, wow. I, I remember playing something. Uh, we had... We had some type of consoles. It, I, have, I, have, I have always been a console player yeah. up until Rocket League, actually. Mm -hmm. With Rocket League, I bought my first computer, my, my gaming computer. Yeah. So I we, we had something before the NES, the Nintendo. Yeah. We, we, it's like a Sears brand Intel, Intellivision because it was like <laughs> intelligent, yeah. something like that. And... <laughs> And I remember playing with Atari as well. Yeah. But the Nintendo, the NES was the main one that I really played for a long time. And then the Super Nintendo, I played that, you know, I, I burned it. Uh, so, yeah. so, yes, I mean, I remember getting Donkey Kong Country for my sixth, seventh, uh, when I was six or seven, something like that. Yeah. And I played that game, you know, hours and hours and hours <laughs> and hours. So, yeah, I've been, I've been gaming for, for a while. It's something that, you know, my mom didn't, she didn't care too much for games. Like, she, she yeah. wasn't very... It wasn't something that she approved of too much, um, so they wanted me to spend more time outside and and do mm -hmm. something you know physical and, and, and which is good. I I appreciate that. You know, yeah. hindsight it, that was a very good decision. But yes, they they actually had to cut on the time from video games and right. and have me doing some other other <laughs> stuff. That seems to be pretty common. You know, a, a lot of the parents and I think it's it's changing now. You know, I think it's a lot more okay and and. Um, you know, parents don't seem as apprehensive about it. But I think you're right. In hindsight, you do need that balance. You can't yeah. stay inside all day. You got to go get outside, get some exercise, get some sunlight. And, I mean, the, the social aspect of it, right? Go, go, go get yourself into social situations, whether it's kickball, whatever. Um, you know, I think that stuff is important as well in your, like, childhood development. So, yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm going to say, <clears throat> I think with the the new era of video games where you can actually socialize with people yeah uh, it's very good for people that don't know how to socialize face to face and then yeah. they can start doing it yeah uh, on a different level uh not face to face only voice or you know wh whatever it is here or maybe the chat but it's very <laughs> it's very cool whenever you see events like boston for example where you see stories that hey this is my friend i yeah. my best friends I, I i known him for seven years now and i finally have the chance to, to meet them face to face so you're get, getting a bridge of maybe you know instead of forcing people to socialize face to face now they actually want to because yeah. it's been a friendship that's been there for so long that, that that they finally you know have that uh climax of okay let's let's meet each other and, and you know yeah. get that interaction finally done so i think it's pretty cool as well that we have this bridge as i said yeah uh, in in gaming and you know it's not just gaming it's, it's everywhere but yeah it's pretty cool in society that we're moving forward with that as well it's, it's an option yeah the, yeah yeah absolutely it's an option um a tool i like bridge i think that's a great way to say it because it definitely can help bridge that gap uh, uh you know where maybe maybe it's too awkward um mm -hmm. until you get those skills I, I i totally agree though i think it's um you know we're so connected now the digital spaces 
very popular. Um, a lot of grown-ups jump online on the weekends or, or when the kids go to sleep to game with their homies. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very cool thing. I'm, I'm glad that it is becoming a little bit more accepted and, and there's not as much push against it. So you, you mentioned your gaming um, computer when you got into Rocket League. Were you playing Rocket League on the console and then wanted to get a better system? Or how did that come about and, and why did you get that gaming PC? I was... I was playing on PS4 when when it came out, uh, like right on, uh, oh, okay. on PlayStation Plus, and, and then we started doing casting and and tournaments and everything else. I actually played Rocket League because I thought it was a good place where I could cast. I, I thought, okay, this is a game I, oh. I can get into. So right from the get go in 2015, I was yeah. already casting uh, gotcha. the, the game. Okay, and and then we when we were doing Rocket Street. Uh, Sometimes we needed uh, an, an extra broadcaster, someone to yeah. uh, run everything. So I, I was invested, and I yeah. got a PC. So that's, that's basically it. I think it was on 2016, 2017 uh, yeah. that I got it. So it's still quite early on the game. So. Okay, so were you... Um, did you have interest in commentating prior to Rocket League existing? And then you saw that game, and you're like, I think that's going to be a fun one to, to commentate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying... I, I was playing Call of Duty way much more uh, yeah. back then uh, you know the space is saturated there's mm -hmm. a lot of people doing uh, Call of Duty right now and you know I, I saw Rocket League and I said okay let, let me try this it's brand new yeah. there's no competition at all right. so let, let's get into it and now I mean I, we're, we're lucky and I'm saying everyone in, in the in Rocket League that this game has lasted as long as it has yeah, because yeah. you know I, I've tried that with some other games and they die in a few months so yeah I've been very lucky with Rocket League that's incredible um, what do you think sparked that interest in, in commentating and casting? And was it always like in the esports world or were you thinking some traditional sports as well? Uh, neither is wrestling. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> uh, so when we were young, we will, we will imitate the, the wrestling, uh, commentators that we yeah. had in Puerto Rico, basically. Right. I mean. I say Puerto Rico, but it's all it's all Latin America. WWE, uh, WWF back then. Yeah, uh, they had this duo. Uh, it's it's a very iconic duo. Uh, actually, they if you watch wrestling, they, they will mention Hugo uh, and, and Carlos. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes like the the Latin table that they break every single time, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we would imitate them and and try to you know uh, get as close to what they were. Uh, just, just playing around, and that, I think that was the beginning. Later on, I was watching this guy that he makes uh, YouTube videos where he was commentating, uh, he was casting, child casting his search and destroy matches. I, I think he oh, was yeah. hilarious. He, he was so fun. Yeah. So I, I tried, I tried. I wasn't as fun, but I tried. So then I decided, okay, let, let's get serious with it. Let, let's try not to be fun, but actually do it uh, for real. And, and then that's how I got to Rocket League. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm trying to summarize everything. I don't want to bore yeah. you with that too much. No, it's so fun. I think one of the cool things about esports, um, and it doesn't really matter what it is, whether it's, you know, commentating, casting, production, playing, whatever. Everybody has such a unique path to mm -hmm. get to where they are. It's so different from some of your more defined traditional careers like nursing or a doctor where, like, it's yeah. just these very set steps, right? And everyone kind of has the same journey of your undergraduate degree bachelor degree phd and you all have these like exact yeah. laid out this template this this path for you to travel um whereas this is so different like you, you know you hear somebody that wanted to be a pro and then they 
couldn't keep up, so they started casting, or you know, you're interested in WWE and you thought that was so fun, and then you wanted to try it in the gaming space because that's something else you're interested in. It's just so I find it so intriguing to hear, uh, you know, what sparked the interest for me. It comes from the sports world. Um, I had no intentions. I didn't. I didn't really care for games. I didn't ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had games and I played like very occasionally, uh, but I was never big into the uh, to the gaming world, and I didn't know anything about esports. And um, for for a, you know, when I got to 16, 17, um, you know, from there throughout college, I didn't even have a console. And um, I think what grabbed me about Rocket League is it is it's so sport like, and obviously it's an emulation of soccer. But it's different from other games that emulate sports like FIFA or NBA 2K because um, you don't have a shoot button or a pass button, right? Uh, you actually have to move your car to pass the ball over. And so that, for me, is just so, so similar to traditional sports. Um, they, they created sports. Yeah. They, they created one. It's like a... Like That's a, exactly a right, something. yeah. And then let's go about it. It's not like we're trying to emulate one sport that is already created. No, no, no. We're going to create something which actually, if we have enough technology, we could do it in real world, right? Right, right. Uh, <laughs> like we, we could go out there and, and try it. But, uh, I mean, that's not the case, obviously. But, yeah. but yes, they, they really went all in. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say something. I really wanted yeah. at some point to be a wrestler. Like I, I was you? thinking about it. The, the, the thing that held me back is that I have weak knees. Oh, and okay. I, I I know all the bumps and everything else would have cracked me, you know, like my, my career will have been done in five years. So yeah. I said, I, I can't do it. Uh, it's it's kind of a, it, it will be a waste mm-hmm. to just, you know, go through the training and then not last anything. So is that something like I, I throughout didn't... high school, college time? Like what age yeah. were you looking at that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking into it. So I was I was really, you know, like, like actually thinking about it uh, quite a bit and... Uh, uh, again, uh, the rest uh, I, I didn't went uh, that route, but yeah. it was something that interested me a lot. And and sometimes I, I when I when I see casters, I I wish they watch more wrestling. Yeah. The, the reason why is have you watched any? I mean, uh, I'm just asking you. A here. very a very small amount. Okay, so you you get you get two people right casting the matches. Yeah. And and one of them is. Uh, Jim Ross, which is very serious, you know. I mean, yeah, for, for the broadcast. Right. And then the other is a clown, is uh, Jerry Lawler. And and Jerry is not your usual color uh, commentator. Yeah. He he will make jokes, he will make he will say something out of you know out of nowhere, very random. <laughs> but it but it works. It yeah. it actually absolutely works at the moment. He's not analyzing the story and sure. now which more people will take from it and, and just just be a little bit crazy, goofy and and, mm-hmm. and enjoy the whole thing. Uh, instead of being the very serious, no, I gotta sound like ESPN. No, you can sound like WWE. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who's bigger right now, right? Uh, <laughs> so at, at some point, you gotta ask yourself. Uh, so that's that's one thing. But but again, I, I know that you know you got the higher ups, and they're sure, telling you no, sure. you you have to be this way. You stay in the box and yeah. whatever. But. I, I was reminded about Jerry Dollar when I watch um, again going to Boston. I'm sorry. I, I know you want to get out of the. No, the no, way, no but, we're good. Um, a, a spaceman. Yeah, his top 10. yeah. His top ten was crazy. You know, like he was <laughs> going all over. He was going fast and slow, mm-hmm. and then saying a, a random comment uh, out of out of nowhere. And, and I enjoyed so much. Yes. Like it, it, it was a slap in the face. Like okay, okay what's what's going on right now? I mean, <laughs> what is he doing? But yeah. uh, to me, it was fun because it's not what you you. 
what you're used to see every single day. Yes, I could not agree more. And I love your spaceman example because I totally agree. He's got this like comedic effect. He's got incredible like improv skills where he'll just think up something right off the top of his head. And I totally agree with your take about casting. I here's what I wish. Mm -hmm. Esports is it has some similarities to traditional sports, of course, but it's not the same. It doesn't have the same demographic. It doesn't have the same feel. And I kind of wish in the same way that, that what you're describing, we would pave our own path, right? Instead of trying to be, and you said it, instead of trying to be ESPN for video games, pave your own path. I think there's great things that we can take from traditional sports broadcasts, whether it's, you know, graphics, transitions, um, pacing, you know, the storytelling. The, the story, I mean, exactly. Whatever. There are great mm -hmm. things to take from that. Um, but we can make our own. And I, I actually think this way even about like format structures, you know, because we don't like we don't have the limitations that the real world has in the um, like NFL, like North American football. They can't, like we, for example, we run best of fives in Rocket League. We can mm -hmm. do that. They can't run a best of five. And so that's just a quick example. But I wish we could, you know, just get more creative and kind of make our own path because we have this, this canvas, you know, esports can be whatever we want it to be. And each, each game can be its own flavor of whatever it wants to be. It doesn't have to be, you know, it's not this long since established system that we have to you know we have to stay inside these lines we can make it whatever we want yeah. and so i'm i'm so glad you said that because i totally agree and i think like you said you know spaceman brings a lot of fun and flavor and, and personality uh and i totally agree that more of that would be fun especially considering in general we have a relatively younger demographic mm -hmm. traditional sports Obviously, it captures some young ones, but it has plenty of the older crowd as well, and they may appreciate more of that analytical, serious vibe. But like you said, you know, we can we can have some fun with it, especially because we got the young ones. Yeah, and, and it's not about getting rid of the analytical part. Yes. Obviously, it is not. Um, but but at the same time, be bold at some yeah. moments. Just yeah. try new things, like like you're saying. Uh, and the thing is, we have been doing esports for about 23, 25 years now, uh, probably since 2000s. And if we keep doing the same things over and over, it's gonna, we're going to create a mold where right. then it's going to be hard to get out of the mold. Yeah. I, th I think maybe do it now uh, and just, just you know, try new things. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, uh, we, we can explore more venues and, and then we work we keep asking our, ourselves oh why, why don't we have a, a bigger audience or whatnot maybe we should be trying something else right? yeah yeah that's, it. <laughs> that's right all right um man i totally agree with that take i'm glad you said it i do want to ask another question though do you have any um like from when you were younger i'm assuming that you watch wrestling is there any wrestlers that were kind of like an inspiration to you that made you excited to want to try it out yeah 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 so uh <laughs> You know Dave Bautista, Bautista yes. right? The, yeah, yeah. He, I, I was a fan of him. I, I wish I liked his movies more because I, I really like him as a wrestler. I, I don't watch him that, uh, his movies that much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. You know, still a huge fan. Uh, the Rock was a, was a huge influence. But in okay. Puerto Rico, we had this guy uh, called Ricky Banderas. Banderas right mm -hmm. now is big in Mexico. He's called Mil Muertes, uh, A Thousand Deaths. And, and he was uh, he was a big guy in, yeah. in Puerto Rico back then. I... 
I mean, he's awesome now. He was great back then. So yeah, it was a huge inspiration as well. That's so fun. Um, I was never really big into wrestling. My dad was, and then I had some cousins that were pretty big into it as well. Um, it, it's certainly a, uh, a very entertaining industry. You know, I mean, it's survived for so long and been one of the most popular, um, like running shows for, I, I mean, seemingly forever. The, the, the thing about wrestling is that, yes, I enjoy the acrobatics, yeah. but the part I enjoyed the most was the, was the storylines. Story yeah. it, it, it's, it's that aspect of like a, you're watching a soap opera, but with action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and one thing I tell people and they don't, they don't realize it, wrestling is so good in communication mm -hmm. because you gotta wait until the person is done talking for you to say something. You're taking whatever they're saying. It's like an improv, right? Whatever yeah. they're saying, and you're gonna use it against them. But you gotta listen to everything. And people, when they are arguing, they start talking over each other. I, yeah. I hate it. And, and it's it's wrestling, the thing that should be barbaric, <laughs> that is <laughs> right. the thing that is teaching us actually how to do it very well. It's yeah. super good. But whenever you can take something that the other person, person said, you know, and use it against them, you're winning. I mean, mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna get mad, right? So they're gonna scream and, and try to be louder and, and, and talk over you, but you got him right. And I I actually love that and all the storylines and how you know you you can make this person he was a bad guy and you can make him into a good guy now mm -hmm. and, and all that that you can create with wrestling. That was the fun part to me actually. I mean yeah. the, the matches and everything else that, that's that's cool. Uh, but sometimes it, it gets very repetitive. You, you could tell uh, like if you have seen wrestling for for a few years, you know. Okay, so they're gonna do uh, the close line now. They're gonna mm, do you know yeah. the belly to belly. They're gonna do something. They're, the pin is gonna go to a two count. You know you you know all that. You know yeah. all that. But the storyline sometimes uh, throw you in a, in a loop uh, that you were not expecting. Yeah. And, and that's like, oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> that's the fun part. Yeah, that is funny. I didn't, I didn't ever think about it like that. Like I said, I didn't really watch it a whole lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but I could definitely see how, like, you know, longer unfolding storylines between, you know, regularly um, or, like, reoccurring characters that are, yeah. are, are there. I, I could see how that would be fun. Um, all right, so big into wrestling. And that inspired some of the casting and whatnot and how you got to where you are. What are some other like movies or shows or things that you may have been interested in growing up? Hmm. Uh, I, it's funny because I don't watch movies that much uh, yeah. now. Like I'm, I'm into shorts. I, 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 the, my attention span is, is bad. Yeah. Uh, shows that I watched when I was younger. Uh, I watched The Simpsons a lot uh, back okay. until season probably eight or nine, maybe. Um, I remember that. I, I love Family Guy as well. I, I, I do watch a lot of animation, okay? So yeah. I, I'm still, I, and I still do. I still do. Like anime and other, any other animated shows, uh, I still do watch a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm watching right now, which is not animated, but there's a podcast about Nets Declassified. Did you watch that one? Did you know I haven't, that one? no. 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 Um, Nets Declassified School Survival Guide. So they were, they were in, in middle school. And yeah. they had like a survival guide, like, like bringing you tips and yeah. things to, you know, take it through. It was a funny <laughs> show. Um, I don't know, SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Genius and Ferb. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I do watch a lot of cartoons. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I am unapologetic about it. Uh, people, people will tell me like, you're so immature. And uh, especially the, <laughs> the young girls back then. I'm like, yeah. shut up. You watch soap operas. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> You think that's true romance, so I'm just yeah. laughing here. That's that's a fun part for me. 
and yeah, those uh, those were shows, but they they don't they don't inspire me to anything right now. I just watch them for for fun. If yeah. you're, I mean, it depends on where the question is going forward. So yeah, uh, what what are what are some anime that you've enjoyed? I'm I, what, as far as what I consume uh, content, mm-hmm. I don't watch any like drama or Netflix, Hulu. I don't have any subscriptions. I watch a little bit of YouTube and Twitch, but it's mostly just to kind of keep up with like the career, you know, my peers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Rocket League Esports, I have to keep up with it. But the only thing that I watch is anime, and I freaking love it. I watch it almost every day. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Um, I'm going to say now that Hunter Hunter sucks, I'm out. Okay, bye. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> that is I a needed, hot I needed, take. Yeah, I needed a spot to say it. Uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish it. Really? I, 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 tried, I tried to like it. I couldn't. Oh um, no! I never cared for anyone in that show other than Kurapika. Kurapika is a yeah, right, uh, okay, one. yeah. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, that, that character I like a lot. But uh, the other people, like, I didn't care for them. I like, yeah. I, I was trying. Hey, I understand. Then, I totally get it. it was, Sometimes you try, and, and you know everybody else loves the show, and you just you just don't like it. I I, I really enjoy the the arc of Kurapika going against yes. everyone else. That that, that was yes. I mean top ingenious. Uh, it was very good uh, writing. It was very good action in there. But everything else felt to me like the same formula. Like, okay, so we hit a roadblock, we train, we move forward, sure. hit a roadblock, train, yeah. move forward. Uh, I, I got tired, and then the explanations were too far, uh, to drag on too much in, sure. in some yeah. uh, some some senses. And I, like I'm saying, I'm telling you, I need shorter uh, yeah, yeah. things. And their explanations were long, like mm-hmm. two episodes explaining something. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. cool, 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 cool. Um, that's a hot, that's it, a hot I, one. That's gonna get some people upset. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. That's fine. If you watch it and you think it's good, uh, good on you. It's just like Demon Slayer. If you think that's good, then that's fine. I mean, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you like any of those two? Uh, oh yeah, I like both of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, I, I don't. I any 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 time that. Something don't, doesn't make sense, and it, that happens in in Devil Slayer quite a bit. I stop watching. It. Like, yeah. uh, if if you have, I enjoyed uh, Bleach. Okay. Up until the point where they got to Soul Society, and you know, uh, he got his Bankai um, Ichigo. He got yeah. his Bankai. He's uh, you know he's fighting against all the captains. He's you know like beast. And, and then you end that arc, and he goes. His power level goes down, sure, like yeah. like really down. And, and like, why did you do that? I mean, right. he was he was this high, keeping that high. I mean, make everyone that high again, maybe you know somehow. I don't know, but but don't bring him down. And, and yeah. then it's like the up and down, just because. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, whatever. So, what I'm watching right now, I I don't think I have anything ongoing. I I. I I don't have any subscription, so I can't watch yeah. uh, Jujutsu. I, I really want to watch it. Ooh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I really want to watch it. I I did watch uh, Chainsaw Man. Uh, I enjoyed it. I don't read anything manga, so I, I'm just waiting for everything else to come out. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for Attack on Titan. I'm waiting for more My Hero Academia. Um, so, yeah, most of the whatever is trending right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get into JoJo, Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, I, I watched the first episode of JoJo. Uh, yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I've seen the first two seasons. <clears throat> the first two seasons? Yeah. The, the first episode for me was too dark. Like, like the guy yeah, was yeah. being bad for the for the sakes of being bad. And I'm like, uh, 
this guy, I mean, he he has issues, you know, in his head. <laughs> I, I, I mean, every bad guy has issues, but this sure. one is like, uh, it's very fixed with only one guy. <laughs> and I'm going to make your life miserable and that's it. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know, it feels weird. Uh, so I gave it a long time, like a few years in between. And uh, I think it was yesterday on the day before that I watched uh, the second and third episode. And I'll probably keep watching a little bit more. But yeah. I don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I have watched a bit. I, I am not like a big, big, big anime guy. I, yeah. I wouldn't call myself like that. Because if you're watching anime all the time, then you're probably way bigger than me. Um, oh, but, I love uh, it, man. It's funny too because I'm I'm kind of the inverse where you you know you you were talking about like you like the short quick mm -hmm, give me the info mm -hmm. give me the action um, and and don't get me wrong I like that as well but I actually the thing that I love is like the really big long shows where I can dive into it and you know be in that universe for like weeks or months so for example One Piece which has like over a thousand episodes I've actually watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> i just i nice, just love nice. diving into this world and being like just totally consumed by it um and and i i mean i'll concede that watching that show a second time is kind of crazy um but i was no, just i, no, I was just no, um no. I, i'm sorry I need, no there was no new stuff coming out and i didn't really have anything else to watch so i was like ah we'll just go back and watch but, it again but there, there's so many uh bits and pieces that you don't catch the first time that then when you rewatch right. it it's like ah they're referring to that part yes. over there and i think yeah a second watch is uh, i mean if you're a fan you, you gotta do it i am yeah. not as a big of a fan but i understand the, the whole concept of watching right. you know a thousand episodes twice that, yeah. that that's fine with me i don't care yeah. <laughs> so you were talking about how you know there's a couple of pretty popular shows that you don't like one that i didn't like that i caught a lot of heat for was um avatar the last airbender and that's not really anime like it. okay. but it's you know it's, it's kind of inspired by it a little bit kind of kind of yeah i did not like it at all i forced why, myself why? to watch through it and whenever i told because it was my college friends they got me into anime and then they told me if you like anime you'll like this and i watched it and the whole time i was in the group chat just moaning and groaning just talking about i did not like this episode does it get better? why what, what why is it what, what did it, you know like uh, like give me give me a small synopsis because you probably yeah. have seen this so I think the problem was that I was coming at it with an anime like expectation and anime while it is animated and there are some that are geared towards a younger audience it definitely is adult content like it is made with adults in mind it has mm -hmm. some um concepts and some social or political commentary that are like complex ideas that are going to go right over a kid's head. But I felt like Avatar The Last Airbender just felt very watered down. It felt okay, very, perfect. very simple. Yeah. Um, I also felt that it was... I'm okay with shows being slow, but you got to give me something. You got to give me some pieces mm -hmm. here and there to keep me hooked. And it just felt like it would drag forever. And there would be entire episodes where just no progress in the story was made. Yeah. There was no mm -hmm. extra information given. And it just felt so boring. Yeah, I yeah, could yeah, gotcha, not. Gotcha, gotcha. I was gotcha. so bored. Um, but yeah, I, I caught a lot of heat for that. And I think that a lot of people that love it watched it when they were young. And so they have like nostalgia. You know what I mean? I, I, I rewatched it not too long ago. I still love it. 
I did. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I still love it. I, I watched it with my wife uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we, we both like it. I'll, so. And and I'll, I'll give my complaint here. I think a lot of this is probably gonna fire people up. I guess, but the whatever. the the, the antagonist, the villain, whatever, uh, Zuko, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You, I, I wish that they didn't take such an obvious approach. Like, we have to make him a bad guy by making him talk like he's angry all the time. And we mm -hmm. have to put a scar on his face to indicate that he is bad. And it just felt so, again, just simple. Like, it had, like it was, and it, I guess it was, it was made for very young minds. And, uh, you know, like I said, for me, it just was like, it was just boring. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, at least you got a reason, right? Uh, yeah. You're not hating on it just because uh, you're hating on it. And I watched it. You know, I gave it I gave it a go and, and watched all the way through because... No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. If I watch, if I watch, you know, I, if I'm watching it by myself, I probably watch like five episodes or something, yeah. you know, around that, that range. And if I don't like it, it's goodbye. I gave you two hours, you know? <laughs> If, I gave if you a chance. Within two hours, if yeah. within two hours you, you don't catch me, <laughs> I'm out. And then if some people tell me, no, like it's really, really good, yeah. uh, wait until episode twenty because I, I get it. One piece, one piece. I mean, it takes right. a while to get really good. Yep. Uh, so I get it. But if I if I gave you twenty episodes and still nothing, well, yeah. No. no, no, no. <laughs> That's so funny. I, 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 I don't. I actually admire that you went all the way through, but I, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. I mean, yeah. guys. <laughs> Guys, guys, you got better things to do. There's more shows out there. If you're watching right. something and it's not good, forget about it, okay? Just if you're watching a, a, a movie and you're falling asleep, uh, just turn it off and watch something else, okay? Go do something else. Your yeah. life is more precious than that, you know, whatever movie and TV show you're watching, okay? Do something else. That's right. That's too funny. So, um, all right. So we got some idea about your interest regarding movies and, and shows and whatnot. Uh, but what about music? Are you big into music? I am I am not big into music. Okay. I, I put music in the background. Yeah. I listen to it, but I I'm vibing. I I'm having a good time with it. But I will not check who's the artist, what's sure. the song, any any of that. Like I, I will not try to catch it on later most of the time. Uh but I used to be more of a rock and rock progressive when I was younger. Okay. Uh, a lot of music I, I used to listen to was no lyric lyrics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing into it. Yeah. Instrumental. Yep. So one of the guys that got into uh, got me into that is Joe Satriani. He's a guitar player from San Francisco, uh, and you know from there I kept you know moving forward to, uh, towards some other related uh, folks. Yeah. And right now I I try to listen to electronic music quite a bit and and still rock uh, are my main two. And then you know salsa and merengue and, and tropical. Uh, flavors as well I, yeah. I i enjoy those uh very much but i again i'm not listening to music uh if i if i'm if i'm gaming like some people have music yeah. while they're gaming I, i'm just gaming that's it you know i, I don't yeah. need anything else on the background that, that's that's fine with me yeah yeah i get that um <clears throat> i i am the same about uh instrumental music i love just having like it's almost like it sets a feeling or a mood Rather than yeah. like, I want to listen to a certain beat or song or something. It just kind of makes me feel a certain way. Like, you know, on my stream, I don't ever have music with lyrics in it. Um, and it's like that a lot around the house. And even when I'm running and stuff too, you know, just kind of get like you, you mentioned the electronic music, you know, get that upbeat, kind of get mm -hmm. you excited to, to run and move and 
pump those energy levels. Um, so, you're running to the bid later on. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. Moving to, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how you get the, the seven minutes per mile. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. I was really excited <laughs> about that. Um, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got some pretty good times that I'm proud of for like two miles or less, but now I got to start working on my long, like longer distance stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I just recently ran the furthest that I've run, which was five miles in, in one session. And I can tell that was about the peak of things. Like my body was starting to, it was just telling me, what are we doing, man? Like, why are we still going? You know, we're, I'm not used to going this long. I need a mm -hmm. break. So mm -hmm. um, I got to get some more reps in to uh, kind of get my body used to that. But, I, you know, I've got some, um, some ambitions to eventually work up to like a half marathon, maybe even a marathon, depending on how, you know, how well my body receives that long distance training. But I think it'd be so fun to kind of set a goal like that and, and work towards it. A twenty-four hour run, yeah, do it. Oh my goodness, yeah. I don't know. Don't, don't, I don't know about why, that. Why stop, why stop there? Why stop there? Why I mean, stop there? Just... <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, all right, so we talked a little bit about some of your first console games that you played. I know you mentioned like the Donkey Kong game, and obviously we got Rocket League now. Um, what are some other games that you played growing up uh, as you kind of developed this love for gaming and, and esports? I played quite a few Final Fantasies, okay, uh, which is funny because I don't play RPGs anymore. Yeah, um, I I guess part of it is I don't have that much time to yeah. to get into a story, so I, I just want to play something and and you know for whatever time frame I had and, and move on. But yeah. I played one of my favorite games is Final Fantasy VI mm -hmm. uh, for Super Nintendo. I played that. Sorry, was was. <sighs> It 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 catched me off guard. I wasn't expecting the the twist, yeah. and and then everything. I mean, the, the characters were great. You you have you know like high moments where you laugh and low moments where you're about to cry, and yeah. you know everything. A little bit of everything. It was a good mix. So, but I played you know Final Fantasy six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, probably I did play twelve. I think it was, <clears throat> and then I stopped. Um, I played F Zero, the first one. That was a, a big game for me on Super Nintendo. Um, quite a few wrestling games out yeah, there. I'm yeah. not going to mention all, all of those, but you know, it was always fun to get it. Uh, Street Fighter 2 on Super yeah. Nintendo. That, that was a, a big game as well for me. And one game that I don't, I don't ever see in any charts, anything. It's called Shadow of Rome. Uh, Shadow of Rome? Yes. And, and that game was super gore. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you were you were in a Colosseum. You, you yeah. were fighting in a, in a Colosseum. You were one of those uh, gladiators, yeah. and you know you, you will fight with many different weapons. And you know, I, it's it's everyone against you basically. Yeah. Um, which is a game that it really I, I put a lot of hours into that game. I, yeah. I think it was great, and it's it's a shame I don't see it uh, mentioned in any list or anything. It's, it yeah. just it, it it went through everyone's uh, radar. Um, yeah, which I, I hate, but yeah, I, I don't remember. I mean, yes, I do remember more games, but I don't, I don't remember anything else that I played quite a bit. Like, I mean, Call of Duty, I mentioned as well. Yeah. I did put a lot of hours into that, but I, I think when I got to Call of Duty, I, I switched from a gamer that will play multiple games to a person that will play just one game and that's gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I was, I, I got into that. Once I got into comes with the people and uh, we're, we're, it's more about having fun with the with the other people around me uh, i mean in the game than actually enjoying the game itself i, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely but, kind of becomes more yeah. of a social thing rather than yes 
yes, um, yes. I'm interested though, because so like I said, I I played Pokemon as I imagine a lot of '90s kids did. Um, yeah. The thing for me about that game, and and I didn't know it at the time, but I think the reason that I ended up playing that quite a bit was because it was mobile. Like I could just take it in the car. Mm -hmm. I could take mm -hmm. it, you know, on a trip or whatever. Um, and I think I was just a, I was just always on the go. I was very active, and I think that's why I played games less because I didn't want to sit at the TV. Yeah. Um, and so I like I said I had a console. Like I, I remember playing Need for Speed Underground. I remember playing yeah. Guitar Hero. You know, a couple games here and there, but I was never big into it. Like I, I didn't do like the summers of Call of Duty and Halo playing with with a group of people. You know, I, I never did that. But um, I have heard people talk about single player RPG games, but I've never heard them mention the things that you're mentioning about how it would make you feel really, really happy or really sad to the point of like almost tears. And so I'm really interested in that. Um, you know, just talk to me a little bit about that. Is that like, is that a story thing? Um, I mean, is. I'm coming from a place of complete ignorance. Like I've never even, I don't mm -hmm. even know what Final, Final Fantasy, the games like look like. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. It's back then it, it used to look like Pokemon. If I'm going to be honest with oh, you, okay, Pokemon yeah. is a, it's a JRPG basically. Yeah. So uh, the, the thing is, instead of having your Pokemon and they're fighting, yeah. uh, you got people, I mean, characters and yeah. each one has their own abilities. So they, each each character is its own Pokemon. Just to yeah, make yeah, it yeah. here. Um, but it, it is a story. It is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when when Final Fantasy VII came out for for PlayStation One, it came in three CDs. It was it was a big game for yeah. standards. And then when Final Fantasy VIII came out, it was eight uh, four CDs. So, wow. uh, you know, you, you can put a lot of story, a lot of data <laughs> into that game. Right. And it, it's, it's about, you know, how it, it, it is a story. It, it's, it's how the, the, you see the development of, of the character. Yeah. So uh, some characters are, are very goofy and even in their goofiness, then it will, you know, get you to a, a bottom place where you're not expecting that character to be suffering as much as they right. were, right? Right. Uh, with the situation, so it, it's pretty much an anime, but you know you're you're gaming it, yeah. uh, you're you're playing it. So <clears throat> I, I think a lot of people will talk about how Final Fantasy VII was uh, very emotional for them on you know Aerith uh, and whatever happened. I, if if you haven't played, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, uh, even though it's been like twenty something years about, uh, <laughs> from it, but still, yeah. Uh, uh, but but yeah, it's so they they do play with emotions a lot. There's there's one called uh, Wild Arms, I think it was, and <laughs> that one is is a bit more uh, older. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil that one. Whatever. There's there's a character in Wild Arms. You're you're playing with him, and it seems like a normal uh, person. They he got trapped. Uh, the 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 antagonist, you know, trapped his arm and was pulling him through a through a vortex or something. So yeah. the thing he did, he cut his arm off, you know, from, from that moment. So the, the, the antagonist, you know, end up going through the vortex and, you know, pulling the arm. And at that moment, they realized that he wasn't a, a human. He was a robot. But he didn't know that he was a robot as well. Oh. So, he, he, so you know, kind of, you know, oh. things like that. Wow, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so that, that was pretty cool. It was like a yeah. like WTF moment. Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on here? Uh, so, so, yeah, they... they 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 got some interesting uh, lines in there, and that's why you see some animes that have the game names. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. they they continued that because it was 
such a hit uh, back then. And okay, let's, let's continue moving on, move on yeah. with the with the story a little bit more, or or maybe you know take take whatever work on that anime uh, again in that game and you know make it a, a story with yeah. different characters, or whatever, but still follow through with the whatever was happening there. So. I mean, it sounds like some of these are essentially uh, kind of like movies that you can play a role in Yeah. that have like this, you know, I mean, that, that, yeah, that's a crazy story, you know, to have that <laughs> like, whoa, moment where no one knew that and the, and the person did, that, you know, that character didn't even know that about themselves. That's crazy. It's the same thing you still get with uh, Uncharted and in some of these games that people keep saying that they're, they look like movies. Yeah. But in this case... It's a turn-based game. That, that's the only difference, right? Right. right. Um, Uncharted is like an action game, and, and you, you're playing there the whole time. Uh, you know, you're aiming and doing everything, jumping and yeah. crawling, whatever you have to do. This one is a turn-based. But other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's still a story, and yeah. some people are really good at telling stories, uh, regardless of the of the media. So, yeah, the media. yeah. So. Man, that's actually like that's really intriguing. I, I have, uh, like I said, I don't have a lot of experience playing many other games and and i still love rocket league uh, but mm -hmm. one day i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to try some of these because that sounds like that'd be a lot of fun to uh it, to play through I, I i think every single um what's the word i'm looking for uh type of game uh like uh, shooters or rpgs yeah. or puzzles or whatever a lot of those you, you can in, in a lot of those you can find a game that you know the story will actually capture you right. and it's going to be very very entertaining uh very yeah. very good uh even even if you if you dig into Portal, you know Portal, that that game. I, I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, okay. even Portal, which is a very simple game in its roots, you know the the story and everything that that happens. Uh, it, it's it's quite, you know, the, it has these haha moments. It has yeah. these, ah, well, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> and, and that that part is good. And in the the Borderlands games as well. I mean, yeah, I think. The, the main reason why I will play Borderland is not for the action. It, it's actually for the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to do some exploring. Maybe not yet, but in the oh, near no. future. I got to... Gotta... Whenever, whenever anime is low, then you can... Yeah, can yeah, a, true. One of those games. <laughs> That's funny. I'll sub in some story games, um, some, some games with good stories for the anime mm -hmm. whenever it slows down. That's funny. All right, so um, I like to ask this question. What are some proud moments or some accomplishments um, that you will hold near and dear until the day that you die. And it could be work, it could be social life, it could be whatever, you know, any, anything that you, you that you are proud of. It's probably Rocket League, uh, to be honest with you, just yeah. being uh, there and, and making it to RLCS the first time. Uh, yeah. The, the first time wasn't like a really big moment for, I think for everyone, but like, it, it, it's, I don't want to, sound like my ego it's very high here but i think it was a great moment for all latin america in general yeah absolutely uh, having having one person there not just the players but uh you know getting getting someone there uh, as well to talk about the players uh, mm -hmm. right to to tell people about these the stories that you probably don't know anything yeah. about them and, and that was a that was a big moment i i credit the moment a lot to a lot to luck uh and when i say luck i don't mean like okay i I won a million dollars by staying on my couch, right? Yeah. I, I worked, I worked very hard for right. that moment, but just being um, U.S. citizen, even though it doesn't look like it, uh, I, I know what you're thinking. But uh, Puerto Rico, <laughs> Puerto Ricans were, were U.S. citizens as well. So being U.S. citizen, living in the U.S. back then, um, having done uh, content in English and 
<clears throat> and and just being easy for them to, to pick me up and sure. and get me to New Jersey, which uh, that's where the event would happen. I, I was very lucky because some other of the other guys were in Mexico, were in uh, Colombia, were in Argentina, which is uh, harder for Psionics to pick them up and, and move them to New Jersey. Yeah. So that that's the lucky part. But uh, at the same time, you know, I, I was proud because I actually worked for that. You know, I. Yeah. I I put a lot of hours in, into that, and then it happened. I don't. I don't think my career is at that moment was like uh, fulfilled. Like, okay, that, I, I got it now. I, I don't have to do right, anything else, right? right? Uh, I think it's quite the opposite. But but it was a it was a very good moment. Very proud, and then you know keep getting called. Um, that's that's pretty nice as well. So I I feel like okay. So if I'm getting called, it's because uh, they like what I did, and and you know they enjoy it. The, the public enjoy it. So. I I take it I take it as a as a very good sign and I'm I'm proud proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you should be proud of it, and I think you're exactly right. I mean, having someone there to kind of paint the picture for those players and dive a little bit deeper into those players' stories, um, especially back then. You know, now I think with more frequent international events and even more teams, um, you know, popping into these events here and there, and then also. Some of the SAM teams, you know, moving to North America. Um, you know, a lot of the SAM talent gets a little bit more spotlight. But back then, um, it was not very common, right? And, um, you know, like you said, to kind of have that representation and have someone there to, like I said, paint that picture and tell those stories of those players. I'm sure it was uh, very exciting for, for, um, for all those players and all those fans of those players. So... I think that's amazing, and, and you absolutely should be proud of that. Thanks. Um, so I'm just curious about this. When did you and how did you start learning English? Oh, you're, you're learning in school. In school, um, gotcha. Yes, but it's not like in the U.S. where people said, I took, I took Spanish in school, you know, and, right. and it's only three years in, yeah. in high school. Um, since Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, Colony, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm not going to get into the um, right. <clears throat> into the argument there. But uh, we start learning since kindergarten. It's They teach it, they teach it I wouldn't say as a second language. I, I, I probably, when, when I think about second language, I think something like, okay, so let's, let's use it to talk more than anything right, else. Right. I don't know if, if I'm right about that. Um, so sorry, sorry, uh, teachers of of English as a second language. I may, maybe I'm not on the right path here, but uh, they actually want you to have the grammar right and you know learn. Pro I, I probably can write English better than a lot of people in the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not talk it, not talk, but but write it. I, I probably can. Yeah. Um. So they they teach you from very young all the way to high school. And then in university, if you go to university in Puerto Rico, you probably have to take four classes, two years of English. Yeah. Um, if you get a test and, and pass, you know, like um, and get a high point uh, points in the test, then you can probably get like one year off. Yeah. Uh, but, but you still have to go through the whole thing. So I took all that English and then when I went to do an internship in, in at the at college, I went to Pennsylvania. I couldn't talk shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I could understand everything, but I put the sentences together. That's the hard part. Right. And, and obviously I have an accent now. It was worse. It was way worse uh, back then. And 
it, it was it was tough for me to communicate, but it forced me to to use it a little bit and and get a little bit more smooth into it. So that's that's when I actually got a little bit better. But in Puerto Rico, also we have cable TV, so a gotcha. lot of the I, I didn't back back you know when I was growing up, I got TV in English maybe when I was. 15, 16 or something like that. That's that's when I actually got a TV in English. Yeah. But um, but a lot of people do have a better English than I do in Puerto Rico. Uh, way better. Like, like way better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's 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 how you uh, get it in Puerto Rico, basically. Yeah, that's incredible. I um I want to put some time in and, and learn a second language. I think that is such a cool thing. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't have the knowledge, so I can't speak to this, but I feel as though it would just be like eye-opening maybe, or like, can maybe like broaden your perspective a little bit, just like learning a different language and, and a new way to communicate ideas and stuff. Um, so I don't know, like I said, you I, I don't, I don't happen? have a second language, but I feel like it would be a really cool thing to learn. You know, what's going to happen for you to learn the language, you have to use it. Right. So you're going to meet people. Yeah. that uses it, the language. And, and I think that's going to be the part that broadens your your point of view, right? right your right. perspective of things. When, when, when you meet those people and you make friends or acquaintances or whatever, yeah. but you're, you're going to you're going to start learning about them, you know, from from their countries and, and everything mm -hmm. else because I mean that that's going to happen. And I think that's a, that's the the best thing about about Twitch for me right now as a streamer because yeah. As a Latin American streamer, I, I do my streams in, in Spanish, and I get people from Chile, from Argentina, I get people from Uruguay, I got people from Peru, I got people from Colombia, I got people from Mexico, get people from uh, um, uh, Panama, I, I got people from Dominican Republic, you know, and I, I'm I'm learning about all those folks. Yeah. I am getting, you know, the their perspectives. I, I say something and they don't understand what I'm saying. I explain it to them. They say something in the chat. I don't understand the, the words that they use or what, you know, what we're referring to. And yeah. then I get it. They, they talk a little bit about the political views of that they have and, and whatever. Uh, some people say no politics, no religion, no nothing. I, I embrace it. Uh, bring it. Bring it here. We're going to yeah. talk about it. I, I'm not going to let you insult anyone, okay? I'm yeah. not going to let you do that. But I, I, I welcome the, the whole uh, notion. So I want to learn about you. And that's, I mean, it's in Spain as well. So, so you, you get that, that mixed and yeah. you start learning of, of everyone. And I think that's going to happen to you whenever you try to learn a new language, whatever yeah. language, that's it. Because you, again, if you just take the Duolingo or the Babel, whatever it is that you're yeah. using and, and you uh, get the words, that's fine. But, but it's going to happen the same thing that happened to me. It's going to happen to you where I went to Pennsylvania. And I was understanding most of what they were saying, but I couldn't put the sentences together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I needed that practice. I needed to interact with people. And then when you interact with people, you are, okay, so this is how they put the sentences together. Uh, and this is, okay, so this is how it works. Uh, I can I can mix it this way and, and this other way, it, it doesn't work. Whatever, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but it forces you to actually go through the exercise, you know, go through the, through the process. And, and, you know, I... I have met a lot of people in, in the U.S. The U.S. is a vast place for people that don't understand, you know, how big the U.S. is. So the whatever you see in the East Coast is, is different from the West and, you know, yeah. in between, very different, everything North and South. Um, you meet all those people and, and you know, your your eyes, your your mind, it, yeah. it grows. Everything grows within you. So it is it is very powerful. I 
you know, if, if you want to learn Spanish, uh, I commend you or any other language. Uh, yeah. It will, it will actually, I think, probably make you a better human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I don't have a second language. Uh, I don't have the knowledge of it, but I, I, that's how I view, view it as well. I feel like it would be mm -hmm. just a, um, like a tremendous amount of growth as a person. Man, what an awesome conversation, Chimago. We are <laughs> almost an hour in here, and I don't want to keep you too long. Um, I do have a final question, though. Um, I like to ask this. It's just kind of an open-ended thing. If there's anything that's been on your mind, whether it's about your career, your personal life, Rocket League, anything at all, if there's anything that's been on your mind that you'd like to share with the audience, uh, feel free to do so. And if not, that's totally okay. We'll go ahead and close this thing up. Right now, I actually, I quit my job uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I personal reasons I'm not, I'm not going to get into, into yeah. details of that. But uh, one of the things I really want to try now is is getting to esports uh, more as a career. Um, any any way, shape, or form that I can do. It doesn't have to be casting. It doesn't have to be in front of the cameras. I, it can be anything. So I'm looking more into it uh, right now. I am... Um, you know what? I've been casting for eight years, yeah. and I don't have a reel. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I need to create a reel, put it out there, and put everything uh, I'm doing. But yeah, that's that's my, my goal right now, to work uh, and to try to explore new titles, uh, get to other games. Uh, I've been doing that for for a while now. I'm, I don't, maybe too late, but uh, I mean, I mean, there's not there's not such a thing as too late. You, you, you right. just do it or whatever. But but uh, probably uh, I should have started uh, sooner. But I I am I'm trying to work towards that and, and give it a, a legit shot because I don't want to be later on when I'm 60s and and say you know what I I proved yeah. I, I wanted to try that that gaming thing but I never did you know I like oh, let, let me try now. I am not a young guy uh, in esports terms, you know. Uh, people, I, I hate it. I hate it when people say, "Ah, you're still young. You're fine." And when do I stop being young? You know, <laughs> when, 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 when is that? And then I start <laughs> la lamenting my, my things. Uh, I, I don't want to get to that point. I, yeah. I want to do it now and and try it. So yeah, that's that's the chamaco that you, you're getting for. Man, I love that so much, and I love that message too. I think that is so true. Um, and, and, and I, it resonates with me because I feel very similar about my pursuit. You know, I was, I went and got my four-year degree, went into, started to work in the uh, education system. And after three years and obviously a lot of money on a degree, I chose to leave it behind and pursue this. And I think that is so awesome. Like you said, ultimately, whenever we're laying down to die and we're at the end of the road, you want to look back and be proud of what you did and try your best and do the things that you like doing. And so I love that, man. I have so much respect for that, so much admiration for that. I wish you the best of luck with it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic and I'm, I'm, I'm full of faith that you will find uh, the career that you're looking for, man. So exciting. Chamaco, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking some time to chat with me today. I had an awesome time talking with you. Wish you, again, the best of luck on that pursuit with the journey. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of Outside the Grind. We will catch you next time.